have a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone, and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of a Nigerian My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me. And let's talk. Hello and welcome to another beautiful episode of Memoir of a Ninja Girl. My name is Helen. On today's episode, we'll be talking about something many don't often speak about. Older generations, they don't even talk about it. And her generation, we often glance through um, through this. Postpartum depression, it is. According to World Health Organization, about 20% of mothers in developing countries experience depression after childbirth. Postpartum is otherwise known as um, baby blues. From southwest part of Nigeria, that's where I'm from. They call it Abisinwi, which I find quite demeaning and um, discriminatory. Born and run mad, who say such thing? Well, they do. Abisinwi, that's that's what Abisinwi is in um, English. Abisinwi, that's born and run mad. That's the translation. I guess I'm correct. Of course I am. On today's episode, I have with me Dr. Aditi Loye, who is a senior medical practitioner in the Department of Psychiatry at Lagos State University Teaching Hospital, Lassot. He will be talking us through the medical aspects of postpartum depression, the trigger, and of course, how to care for new moms going through this. This episode is a must listen. I'm very much interested, and I bet you are. This is not just for women. It's for everyone, whether you are a man, or you are a woman. We need each other now. Let's get into it. So I have Dr. Adetuloye with me and we'll be talking about postpartum depression. Good afternoon, doctor. Good afternoon. Yes. So we're talking about postpartum depression. We have many women who suffer these things. But like, first of all, let's talk about what is postpartum depression? Yeah. Like, uh, as the name implies, postpartum depression is uh, um, a depressive um, it's a it's a period whereby you have uh, depressive uh, symptoms post delivery mm. post delivery Depress- depressive symptoms post delivery that's simply a postpartum depression and the, it falls in the uh, in the period of popperium that is to say um, within the six months, within six months period, but the maximum at the, the peak period usually is about three to four week, three to four weeks after giving birth. After giving birth, yes. Is, is it is it avoidable the situation? Is it avoidable? Yes, the situation is avoid avoidable. But at this point, I will I would like to talk about the risk risk factors. Mm, the risk factor. What I mean by risk factors, what can lead, or what the what are the vulnerability factors that can lead to uh, postpartum depression. depression. Now, first and foremost, if that patient has a has a previous history of depression, so that makes that patient vulnerable mm. to postpartum depression. Then also the social economical status of that patient if the patient is of a low social economical status you know a lot of financial burden regarding the care of the child you know that's so that patient is vulnerable 
So it's, it's at risk of postpartum uh, depression. Then also, maybe family history of depression, maybe the mother, the father, or definitely that patient is at risk of postpartum depression. There are a lot of factors, you know, factors that can even lead to that. Maybe family disputes, mm. you know, family marital disputes, or unwanted pregnancy, which is very common, and then teenage uh, pregnancy, teenage pregnancy, unwanted pregnancy. So these factors put together, the patient is at risk of the condition. Mm. So, so postpartum depression is hereditary. Yeah, well, we cannot say all is hereditary, but most, mm. most is, or most are hereditary in nature. Like I said, if uh, if a patient is um, if is a uh, if, if the patient has a genetic uh, vulnerability, definitely, once a patient is you see all this thing works together. There's a genetic vulnerability. Once the patient has genetic vulnerability, and you know, pregnancy is like a stressful condition, yeah. so it acts like a trigger factor for the patient who is at risk already. Mm. So that makes it you know, trigger at that period, postpartum period. What can happen when a woman is suffering postpartum depression? We've heard of situations where women want to kill their own. I mean, it's hard enough that you have this child for nine months and everything. Mm. But when now you now give birth to the child and decide to kill that child, mm. what, are, what are the other things that could happen when a woman is suffering postpartum depression? Yeah, yeah good question. Um, at this point, I would like to reel out some um, symptoms that can be associated with postpartum depression. It's just like in the normal depression found in the normal general populations. Mm. So it's still the same symptoms that we have in these uh, populations. Now, of course, they feel sad. There's sadness most time of the day and most days. Mm. Be sadness and then there will be loss of interest in previously pleasurable activities maybe the their hobbies what they like doing before they lost interest in them and those things even though when they make an attempt to engage themselves in those activities they don't enjoy it mm. so they kind of feel withdrawn even people that kind of usually before they kind of interact with people maybe that's their you know hobby yeah you just withdrawn there will be social withdrawal from all those activities so that's one aspect of it then also they lose energy they lack energy they feel tired easily tired. you know to engage in normal household chores be like it look like a difficult task to them so people see them as people if people that does not understand the condition they see them as if they are lazy mm. knowing fully, knowing, not knowing that they are not is the condition that's actually Trigger contributed that. to their reduced energy making them appear as if they are lazy sluggish in doing some things and just sometimes they just abandon everything they don't want to do then some they lose their appetite there's loss of appetite. So when it comes to depression, it can be both way. Regarding even the energy, it can be both way. Some can be can even 
be hyperactive and have increased energy that some depressive symptoms and uh, some uh, patient with such depression they feel agitated they feel agitated they are everywhere but still they still have that you know, void that exactly so now um so energy could be increased or reduced then appetite could also be increased or reduced oh. yes it could also be increased or reduced in depressive uh, yes. symptoms you know there are some people that crave excessively for sweet things carbohydrates you know what I'm so people see them as if they are eating excessively but they eat excessively but what they eat is junk food they but crave for carbohydrates things my woman would just give birth you yeah. want to assume that she would want she she should eat so yes. that the baby can feed exactly. so that's that's um, a situation like that you would not even know that the woman is suffering depression yes, exactly but in this kind of eating excessively it's not just every food that he eats excessively mm. but they crave for a particular they eat excessively for a particular diet oh, okay like carbohydrates some and uh, some are as even confessed some of them as even confessed that once they eat that kind of they, they feel somehow as if they want to be relieved of those symptoms like a relieving you know uh, like, like a relieving strategy it's just the way the system is at that moment at that period of time as a psychiatrist what is the most um, depressed, I would say depressing um, story you've heard of women who are suffering postpartum depression that yeah. really got to you. Yes, the one that we know that I've seen in the past, people try to take their life, they try to attempt, you know, suicide. Some even try to harm their, ch their children or their child. You know, some feel that the way they are feeling probably the child too may be feeling it so let it, let them put the tie out of the situation the, the distress you know so, so that the that child will not express the same thing that she she is, she is expressing too you understand so both basically those are the things that we've seen mm. the kids that we've seen then let's talk about other symptoms low self-esteem could be part of the symptoms too some feel they lost in and they lost confidence in themselves it's just the milieu that they have in that period that it makes them feel the way they are feeling furthermore hopelessness is part of it they see the future they see nothing uh, the, uh, the future is gloomy to them that's how they see the view the future is gloomy to them most time, once they get to that stage of hopelessness, that is when the, the I mean, suicidal tendency is very close. Once they get to that stage of hopelessness, mm. so does that they don't feel guilty? Yeah, you know, start crying. We've had just, situations where women also don't feel like they want to bond with their children and their child. Yes, exactly, and that be as as a form of complication of the condition mm. because fine they lost interest in everything they lost interest in everything so why would they want to bond with their child in that period in that period since they lost since they have lost interest in in bond. virtually all things definitely they see 
no in interest, you know, in that child. Mm. So that bonding aspects will be lost because hardly would they come close to the child. Mm. And our culture yeah. sometimes, yeah. I feel like it's very hard on um, new moms because yeah. sometimes people would only come. We had this, I don't even think it's our culture alone because we know when Mega Marco had a baby and then the journalist asked her, uh, how are you? And then that question meant so much to her, like nobody ever asked her, how are you? People would just say, oh, how is the baby? Mm. So that period where you're having that um, depression, that state where you feel hopelessness, and nobody is asking you, or oh, why are you not bonding with your child? How do you feel? Do you, f and they, I mean, then they would say that, Ika, Ika, you know, you are wicked to the child. Mm. What do you think about our system um, yeah. having an influence on new moms? Yeah, that is uh, fine. That is very common in this system. And um, what I think, is happening is that people lack knowledge about this condition so definitely people need to be enlightened about this condition probably maybe i wouldn't know how we can do as that aspect people maybe once people come to, to maybe come for antenatal clinic one can be using that opportunity, probably the nurses, which I think some of them have been doing in the process of um, trying to tell the patient, you know, while they are still in uh, um, the antenatal period, one can use that opportunity to teach them a lot of things. The possibility, what can happen around the period of delivery? One can use that uh, opportunity to teach them and also to teach uh, uh, what's it gonna their relatives mm. about what can happen, possibility of what can happen around the postpartum period. If they notice this, if they notice this, if they notice it, definitely that is the meaning of what is happening. So by so doing at that level, people will know what, what is happening to, to that uh, mother after delivery. Mm. Definitely Things, other things that they can tell them, they can reel out the symptoms of what, and uh, what, what, what happens in a depressive or postpartum depression. That if they see so so woman, maybe withdrawn, socially withdrawn, not getting closer, you know, to the child. This is what is happening. They should report immediately to the health center and tell them this, this are the thing that, these are the things that they see. So they will know how to refer them to their appropriate, you know, a discipline to look after them. Then also, which at, that is the, at the level, also one can apply, maybe post-delivery, one can apply a form of tools, mm. like a questionnaire for, uh, for the people and for the mother you to feel so after looking at this question, now one, one can sum it up. Okay, probably this patient you know, may be having this condition. You know. Let the professional intervene quickly at this point. Mm. So I think that should be done generally to all women, all, all new moms. So by so doing, we can screen, you know, screen some people early enough for treatment so that all the, all this so that we can avoid the complication. Mm. You know, around uh, that comes with this condition. 
Is there a cure for it? Well, when it comes to mental uh, illness, we can't really say there's a cure to it. We control with medication because there's probability of uh, what's going um, the condition reoccurring because we all face stress. You understand? Once you have, once you have the vulnerability already, definitely, if you are faced with the same stress, that same stress can trigger it. Mm. But what I can say about that, it is treatable. The condition is very, very treatable. But new mom can they take antidepressants? Yes, they can take antidepressants, but with caution. Yes, there are some antidepressants that they can take with caution. Because I was speaking to my doctor one time, I know, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people who like to go to the hospital every time, even for a day. Mm. And it was at one point he said, Helen, you can't keep asking for, because I'm, I'm very curious, I want to know what's up, how do I feel, is, mm. is this organ fine? You know? mm. So I'm always like that. So he said, medicine is poison. Mm. Because if you come every time and you demand drugs, it's mm. poison, you have to understand that sometimes it might be poisonous to your body. Mm. So if new babies, for example, if their mother is taking, if the mom is taking antidepressant, mm. don't you think it would have an influ influence on that child's mental health in the long run? Mm. Since, don't also forget that we just talked about that it's very, it is hereditary. Yeah. So if the mom is taking antidepressant, mm. what do you think might happen to that child? Uh, antidepressant will not cause the child to, to, to develop any mental illness. Okay. <laughs> Antidepressant will not cause any children to develop um, mental illness. That's a fact. Then, um, regarding medication, uh, uh, um, regarding the mother taking medication, mm. what we advise, they can still take medication, but we give them a, a time lag probably after a few hours mm. they can breastfeed the baby definitely that that hour that time that period of time that drug will have completed its metabolism at that point in time so that it should not be transferred to, to that child breast milk. to the uh, to the breast milk you understand through breast milk yeah so we, we give them a kind of we know how we do this we know how we advise them so that they the effect of the medication will not be more on the children once they, once they breastfeed. Mm. So sometimes if we think that the medication um, is, is inevitable for the mother to take that medication, we can advise, probably uh, give formula, but then but we know that breast milk is very good for children. Yeah. You understand? But we look for a way out to get a kind of a medication that will be compatible with both. Okay. You understand? We've had situations where um, we feel like, uh, my mom would say that, abysmally that these women are called, uh, when they have kids that, uh, and they have um, depression yeah. state, that they are called, abyss, that state is called abysmally. Yeah, yes, it's very, that's, it's, it's, it's very popular in our in, culture. Yeah. 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 But, but Nigerians mm, don't, often talk about their mental health, for example. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm suffering from this. Do you think people are open to talk about that um, anti-depression thing for women, the postpartum depression thing? Do you think um, husbands would bring their wives to the 
to the psychiatrist that I don't think my wife is fine. Do you think, is this something that happens often in your line of field? Well, I think we are getting to that stage in this part of the world. But initially, before, previously, 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 people have an idea, have this idea uh, regarding psychiatry. Psychiatry. People shy away probably because of stigma. They don't want to come to the hospital. They don't want to even, they, they live in denial that mm. nothing happens to them, that their wife, will, um, their wife will be fine. You know, they just, most of them patronize uh, all this religious group, you know, just due to this, just to avoid stigma. Mm. But now, people are, you know, getting aware of these things, probably due to enlightenment. We try to, you know, recent, in recent time, we've been trying to kind of uh, making people to know about this condition, you know, telling them about their uh, mental, uh, their the mental illness, you know, and the things that um, denotes a mental illness once it happens uh, in in people. People people are adjusting, you know, in, in recent time. Women yeah. often feel like they are weak when you know, like for example, some women also some women will say, "Oh, my friend had." Um, vagina bath, and um, now I'm taking. I have to do this um, C session. C yeah, yeah. C session. Yeah. So that's that situation. You start to feel like, oh, I'm weak. Maybe I'm not mm. woman enough. Yeah. So now compiling that to having postpartum depression, I'm sure that the whole thing feels would feel like a burden to women, to new moms. Yes. Postpartum depression is it, it often happens. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's mm. not something. It, it's not something that we don't see. It's not something that is unusual. Mm. What would you advise women to do? You know, when they are pregnant, like okay, now I'm pregnant. Mm. We have to understand that it could happen. Yes. So how would you advise them to take care of themselves in order not to have that um, mm. that depression? Yes. The first and foremost. We we'll need to advise the the husband and the carer once they are pregnant, once the uh, the woman in question is pregnant, mm. that at this point they need all the support. See, Nigeria is still we are still battling with um, you know when it comes to providing for you know you know providing things you know, that will facilitate, you know, care of child, you know, birth, delivery, and all the, you know, back, I mean, in abroad, outside Nigeria, what they do, they will have, what the government does, they will have, you know, provided for, for the unborn child, a lot of gifts, all these things, they will have gotten everything ready for them, so that to cushion that um, financial burden, that people, that parents, that the mother may be bothered about. No, most of these things, you know, if you're able to tackle the socio-economic status, most times, mm. most times, because parents are bothered about how are, are they going to care for the unborn child? You no, know, where would they get money to get things to care for the child? So all these things, all this preoccupation can even hard, you know, be, I mean, be, be a kind of a... Pre Add stress to the already... Exactly, be a kind of a, a, a predisposing factor, you know, leading to them and having a postpartum depression. 
So once um, we're able to take care of this aspect, especially the social economic aspect, definitely all these things. And then also um, the issue of um, past medical history, the past medical history of the condition. One should, one should ensure that they take their medication regularly so that around that period when they put to bed, you know, they will not have any uh, they will not have any cause to fall into postpartum uh, depression. Once they are able to take care of their problem, this the, the symptom, maybe the illness prior to delivery. You know so that aspect one social support if it is well taken care of around that period, that one will be you know uh, that condition will be uh, prevented. Then two, the condition is safe. People with previous history of depression, once the condition is well taken care of or kind of maybe rally around prior to delivery, a kind of support, uh, emotional support, psychological support, cares, financial support, you know, support can go into any length mm. around that period. Definitely post-delivery, the woman will do well, will do better. That area will be better. And then also, um, if you're able to identify the condition quickly enough to intervene, definitely, you know, that condition will be avoided. Once we're able to detect on time that, you know, knowing fully well that uh, there's a previous history of such, if you're able to intervene on time, post-delivery, definitely, the patient will not fall into such postpartum depression. And our religious homes, Nigerians, we are very religious, and yes, everything we take yes. it to God. Yes. Do you think that uh, changes anything? Yes, yes. Like I said, um, enlightenment is very important too. It's not just uh, in a uh, what's it called a clinical setting that you do the enlightenment or that you enlighten people about this condition. You go even you involve the what was it gonna be religious religious uh, said things letting them know even if if, if it is possible for me, uh, um, medical or else of or else um, professionals to be going to churches and give them maybe kind of health talk about this condition I think from that aspect from that angle that will be addressed so you impact the knowledge onto them that okay this thing no is not a uh, spiritual whatever whatever it is a medical condition and the condition is treatable definitely they should present to the hospital on time to avoid you know complications i think that will be addressed thank you very much dr Adetiloye. thank you for your time no one should be shamed for going through any sort of depression or mental issues. And postpartum depression doesn't mean that you are not woman enough. Postpartum depression is a thing and um, as they say, it is okay not to be okay. That is it on today's episode of Memoir of a Ninja Girl. I will speak to a, an older lady um, to hear how postpartum depression was handled in their time, in their age. Don't forget to follow me on social media, helen.love.23. My name is Helen, Memoir of a Ninja Girl on all podcast platforms and also on YouTube. Please subscribe. Uh, yes, let me see you next week. What do you think? 
I'm a Nigerian lady who knows someone that knows someone, and that person is a friend of another. In Nigeria, everybody knows somebody. Memoir of a Nigerian My diary, my friend's discussion, my acquaintance's conversation, all on this table. Follow me, and let's talk.